nerd soul, my dear sweet brother Zacky Poop. <laughs> Late ill kid at one young still holding it down, bringing that streaky geek and nerd soul like. Comment, subscribe, and let's go because we got Rebel Moon Talk, y'all. That's right. This is, this is sort of a movie review, kind of. It's a piece of a movie review come questionnaire, if you will. Come on in. That's right. Uncle Nerd Soul gonna talk to y'all. We're gonna talk about some geek stuff, some sci-fi, some genre material. And right now, uh, we're talking about that Rebel Moon Fallout. That you know what I'm saying? I, I guess I guess we call it Fallout because we got you know, when, when this was first announced, there was a lot of hype around, at least from the people, the circles that I, I was in, there were a lot of people that were like excited, you know, like I said before in the other, in the other review, you know, Zach's getting his own, his own thing, he got his own hand on it, you know, complete autonomy, it was going to be great, and when it dropped, it didn't seem like everybody was feeling it like that, it didn't seem, I mean, and of course, you know, the big dogs, um, what is it, uh, like uh, Variety, Variety comes out and says, Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire. Zack Snyder's sci-fi epic knocks off Star Wars and a dozen other sources. That's not... Whew, it's, it's not a good look. They say he got the Snyder cut from the outset, but this lavishly scaled Rebels, Rebels versus the Empire interplanetary action fable is at once eminently watchable and insanely derivative that's ah that's kind of cold man owen gleberman i guess it's gleberman i might be screwing up your name but owen owen ain't like it man owen won't feel in that and then over at deadline they say rebel moon review Zack snyder's visual splendor meets narrative disarray now we've already well i guess you can say it's derivative of like star wars because this movie started as a star wars pitch at lucasfilm so i mean i guess that makes sense already i mean it's kind of that's sort of expected but yes this thing definitely um it uh it definitely borrows we'll say that it, 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 it for sure enough it borrows all right and then over here dead deadline uh valerie complex i don't think my mama's last name is complex nor daddy's but valerie valerie said visual splendor meets narrative disarray now i i will agree you know what i'm saying this is another one i agree on because i was like yo man <laughs> this thing makes or takes narrative shortcuts like no other they yo he takes shortcuts in this movie like there's two or three movies ahead of it or like a comic book and a show ahead of it like he just be like yo look we here let's go and i like that type of stuff as long as we're building as we go I don't really feel like we built as we go. It didn't seem that way to me. But once again, I still think I'm generally okay with the film. Now, uh, that ain't it. Nah, 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 See, the Hollywood Reporter said, quote, um, <clears throat> from a Mr. David Rooney, says, this is a derivative crazy quilt endeavor loaded with enough plot to plug up a black hole but only the most feebly drawn characters to do the work oh man good lord man whoo i mean the title of that article is Zack snyder's rebel moon gets cut down by critics that's man that, that it's a cold world out there boy and then when you look at something like when you look at something like metacritic for rebel moon you know you kind of get a uh considerable idea that hey look it's at one and a half stars now it's only got 40 votes 
So you know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, it's only got 40 votes. And then you got people like Hamza, and I ain't even gonna try to pronounce his last name, Bujeloa. I I am so sorry, sir. Says, hey, when Zack Snyder goes too far. So I mean, there is it is not looking good. You know what I'm saying? It is not looking good. When you look over at Rotten Tomatoes, and, and I'm going to get to my point, because I know, you know, you know, Rotten Tomatoes got 157 votes. It's only at one star. You know what I'm saying? It don't seem to be doing well. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because we got another one coming. Like, yo, how y'all feeling? How y'all feeling about Y'all even interested in the next one? Because when the, the first one came out, remember you went on Netflix and Netflix opened up the big screen, had your whole screen taken over with uh, Rebel Moon. Like, you got to watch Rebel Moon now. Like, we ain't seen that ever since Bird Box. You know what I'm saying? Remember when you turn on the TV and Netflix was like, Bird Box, you better watch it now. And then, and then you was like, all right, man, I guess I got to watch it because they in my face with it. So my question is, we got another big old movie to watch. Are you even interested? Like, are you even interested in checking out what they've got coming? Because furthermore, we've gotten the new trailer. And my comments on the trailer is, once again, it does look good. It does seem like we're getting more understanding. And I don't hate this movie. I don't think this is the worst movie in the world. I don't think this is a horrible film. But... That I have, uh, I have two young brothers on the line with me. That's going to join in with their, with their, you know, their takes. We got uh, Matt, you know what I'm saying, my boy Matthew Jones. He's going to come through this joint, hold it down for y'all. Uh, if you don't know, uh, he has the comic book Void, which is extremely, like, man, extremely dope. Matthew Jones's Void is straight fire. It's about werewolves and cool stuff. It's a dope manga. Y'all need to check it out. But he's going to come through in a second and drop some thoughts on the movie. You know what I'm saying? He'll, he'll be in this joint letting y'all know what y'all, you know, know what he thinks. And y'all can see if y'all feel that way. Because, you know, I had Jay on and we were sort of in the middle. I, I kind of placed this movie at a sort of like a, like a rental that's, that's a height. But... Do you think that this is the type of world, you know, where things are so hyperbolic, either it's got to be Infinity War and Endgame or it's complete dumpster? Like there's no middle ground because for me, this is a I movie. Like, you know, you pick it up from, you know, you pick up a rental or something that you see. And you're like, oh, this is cool. You know what I'm saying? You're not anything. You're not going to buy the cups and the mugs and the hats and the T-shirts and, the, and the, the underwear and the socks. But you're like, yeah, it was all right. It was cool. You might not watch it again. Or if one of them things like where if someone's watching it, you'll sit in the room while it's on. But it's not something you're like, oh, man, I need the, I need the, you know, I need the, the comic book and i need the director's cut and i need the behind the scenes documentary you know it's kind of one of those okay and i guess my question is is there room for that anymore because when i was coming up there was tons i mean as an action fan there was a ton of okay action flicks i mean i can list them off i mean there's people like chuck jeffries cynthia rothrock come on now let's keep it real chuck norris there was a whole bunch of people that were in okay movies but we loved them they were okay and we loved them shout out to jean claude van damme they'd be for real hard target hard target is dope 
but it's okay. It's like it's like a dope okay movie. Like remember he was standing on a motorcycle and he was also shooting. Come on, man. I mean, it's like it was dope, but it was okay at the same time. <laughs> so I came up in an era where you could just be okay. You could be like a C, C plus movie and people still gave you your respect. Like, yeah, you know, you did your thing. You know, all right. You know what I'm saying? But now it seems that if if anything is below, say, a nine objectively, like an eight and a half or nine objectively, then it's just immediate trash. It's like it, on a scale of one to 10, people only have one and nine and 10. <laughs> so that's my question. Or do you think it's really trash and not even a height? You know what I'm saying? So with that said, I'm going to go in and kick it off to Matt. Matt is thinking, yo, man, this joint is a little too on the nose. But you guys, you know, let me know where y'all coming from. Let me know what y'all thinking. But Matt, take it away. The thing about Rebel Moon was like, I didn't, um, I didn't know about it before it came out. Like people were talking about it and I had no idea what was going on with this movie. I didn't know anything about the hype. I didn't know anything about the Star Wars stuff. I didn't know anything. So the first thing I came into was basically, it was on Netflix. I saw it on Netflix. Then I seen people talking about it because I was going to watch it. I was like, oh, Snyder got a new movie out. Okay, I'll watch it. Um, we'll see. And I seen people talking about it. Uh, and then I watched it after the first few days. Watching it, I was, it, it, I felt like that it was rushed. I didn't necessarily feel like it was like bad, but I felt like it was rushed and it was the usual. Um, the the main character, I didn't know how I felt about her watching. Like I was like, okay, I know what she went through, but I don't feel like I, I don't feel like I understand enough <laughs> to see to um to keep this going. So what I I also I also was doing. <laughs> I was doing other stuff about it. Well, I, I was doing other stuff while watching it. So maybe, maybe I need to watch it again, right? But I will say that um, when they were going through finding everybody, I thought, I thought all of that was cool. And I knew watching it, I could tell that this was, even though it has part one and everything and, and all that stuff. But you could tell, like this is just the setup. That didn't bother me as much because like she left. And she brought the guy that was on their planet with her. Then it was like, okay, let me go find these other people. They got to the first person with the guy. I think it was the first person. Maybe it was a second. But I, they got to the guy with the griffin looking thing. And then I was like, okay, I know what's going on here. It was like, this is just her getting her party together. The first one is just her getting her party together. And then we're going to see what's going on after the second one. The villain, I thought, I, the villain was meh. I felt like one of the things that I didn't like about it while I was watching it was everything was just so much on the nose. If that makes if that makes sense, excuse me, if that makes sense cuz it was like they had they had the guys come off the ship and everything was the usual. They looked like Nazis. They walked around like Nazis. Dude had a Nazi style haircut. It was the usual, man. I was like Okay, yeah, I know. He's not. He gonna kill these people. Oh my God. He, oh they, they're terrible. The soldiers are terrible. They, they're mean. They, they ravaging. They raping. It's, it's the usual. And it's not that it didn't happen. It's not that these things don't happen. But it just seems so, so on the nose, right? Like it was just so on the nose. To think about when they compared to Star Wars and stuff. I understand when I looked at Star Wars. I, and even to this day, 
I know about Jews and Nazis and all that stuff. Um, the Holocaust, I know about that. But when I looked at Star Wars, I would it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't as on the nose when it came to some of the main people. If that makes sense. I could be off. I could be off. Like some of the background people, like, oh, they look like little Nazis. But <laughs> but some of the main people, that wasn't the case. But the minute I seen Homeboy that was the villain on Rebel Moon pop out, I was like, oh, God, he's a Nazi. And I was like, I don't know, it's a bad. Um, and I just, I just felt like, I just felt like it was kind of rushed. I felt like it was rushed. So where are you at on that? Like, do you feel like it's too on the nose? Were you, were you getting bored watching it? Was it something that was like, it's going in the background? Or were you just like, man, turn this off? Because I have seen people that were like, yo, turn this off immediately. Like, they, they didn't get any further than maybe 10 minutes in. Now, speaking of the style of it, because I, I have said that, hey, the, the style, it looks beautiful, it's clean. But I mean, we kind of expect that from Zach these days. So what I'll do is going to throw it over to Gift. You know him from the HBCU Rugby Classic. Gifty Belu, he does his thing. It is, yo, it is an awesome event. I can't wait to go to it again. Shouts out to Gift. But he's about to let y'all know how he feels. And he says that this, this flick is the most Zack Snydery you could get. Uh, right off the bat, man, this is a super Zack Snyder movie to me. I, I don't think there is anything about this that one would ever question whether or not this is a Zack Snyder movie. This is so Zack Snyder to the point that I actually kind of feel like this is a parody of Zack Snyder. Um, you know, I'll say the positives first. Positives, this is a visually gorgeous movie absolutely visually gorgeous Zack Snyder absolutely has mastered being able to create the environment and the ambience for what you need to set for your movies the CGI is spectacular uh, the uh, landscape is breathtaking legitimately top tier visual marks I don't know whoever it is that the company that he's using to be able to do this they need to be getting more work or they need to be getting paid more because they do a spectacular job when it comes to his projects and he is consistently regardless of what you feel about the script or regardless of what you feel about uh, directing his visuals are on point uh, secondly I think the casting is actually pretty good. Um, I, I'm not the biggest fan of the main chick, Cora. Uh, I think her name is Cora, played by Sofia Potella. Um, you know, I, you know, for being a you know, top tier soldier and yada, like I, I always have been a little bit against the bring the model thing chick to display extreme fighting abilities because it just is so disassociated from reality even though this is a sci-fi film it's not but she's still a solid actor i'm not against her as an actor um you know uh ed skeen once again is a villain he's always the top tier as a villain um uh the guy who plays gunner kind of i feel like this is whenever you start to get into the uh every white guy kind of face kind of thing like he just is blonde hair uh traditionally handsome and exists you know put it right there with like charlie hunnam that kind of concept so uh and then you know dijmon honsu obviously is always a goat 
uh, GOAT selection. The man keeps himself up. I think he's found that. I mean, we know he's found that space. It's not like fake. He's been doing this for decades now. That space of just being a bit part, but still eating the scene. He's like Samuel L. Jackson like in this in this situation now. So um, I actually like the casting. Um, though I do feel like people like Charlie Hunnam and and again uh, Michael Husband who plays uh, Gunner are not indicative of a great film because they're just so bland in their acting, but still solid enough for what do you want from it. Um, and then you know the voice of Anthony Hopkins is cool, and there's all the other guys. So I thought you know solid a solid kickoff uh, for for this in terms of casting. Uh, so what was that? The visuals I said positive. All right, the casting I said was positive. All right, what else do I got? Um, it felt like a sci-fi movie. There you go. It, which is good. It feels like a sci-fi movie or a science fantasy. Maybe not science fiction, but a science fantasy movie. Uh, of course, a mixture of the you know, modern gear with the future gear with the past gear, you know, you never have a quite a setting, you know, suit and tie, but the ragged apocalyptic clothing against the, you know, the farmers, Irish kind of offset. Um, so, you know, that's, that's, that's a thing. So I'm not, that was, that was nice, I guess, to, to create again, the ambiance on it. I didn't feel like it was like bad, bad, because again, I didn't know, any of the buildup to it. I just saw it on Netflix. Like, oh, Snyder got a new because I seen all the DC stuff popping up. I seen like the Batman movies and the, all that stuff. And I was like, oh man, they putting uh, they putting all this stuff on Netflix. And then I seen his movie pop up. I was like, oh, they must be getting all his stuff, Snyder stuff on Netflix or something. And so I watched it just like I didn't know about the zombie movie that he had. I knew I didn't know about that. It just popped up on Netflix and I watched it. And so I didn't know about this. So I didn't have any type of expectations for it but it was off and then like the the ending the ending was just kind of like meh so i don't know I, I i may not be the best to really speak on this one i may not be the best because it just didn't see and nothing nothing grabbed me about the movie it was a watch in the background when i ain't got nothing else to do or nothing else i want to watch but i want some noise on i felt like it was that it wasn't something to where I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is going to take me from whatever I'm doing. So it was fancy looking, but a lot of it was forgettable to me. A lot of it was forgettable. And I don't, I don't think it was, I don't think it was like bad to the point to where it didn't have no redeeming, but it was like, it's like, you know, it's, it's like, here's the thing. It's, it was one of those Saturday movies, you know, them Saturday and Sunday movies that used to come on when we were kids. And like we would watch cartoons and then about 12, 1 o'clock, between like 12 or maybe 1 to about, what, 6, 7, there would be these movies on that were just on. And you know that they were just movies on in the background. It was that. It was that. Like I, I could see that play during that, during that time gap when we were growing up and it was it Rebel Moon would just be on and I would watch him like, oh, okay. Yeah, or, or you would just see parts of it over and over again. That's what Rebel Moon is. And I think we're losing a lot of that with movies and stuff now. Now, because it's just a lot of some of this stuff is just.
put it on in the background or watch it on a Saturday or Sunday when you ain't got nothing else to do or you're doing something else and you just got it on in the background and it's, and it's, and it's interesting. But it's, 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 it is it's what it is. The characters, a lot of them, I don't even know who they are. Like, I just, I know the lady with the hair that killed the soldiers. I know the robot and Hansu's character. And that's just because that's him. He was, he, I, he was a general or something. And, and Charlie's character, but he got murked because he was a turncoat. Oh no, he was the first one. That's what it was. He was the first one. Um, so I, look, I don't even remember everything. So it's like, I felt like I, it was okay. I did, I did like the, the, the races that they came up with, the alien races. I did like that type of interaction. I thought that was cool. So hopefully we'll see more of it. I probably, but I'll probably watch the second one. It, it wasn't like I said. It, I turned it on when I ain't got nothing else to do, and ain't nothing else to watch. And it, I'm doing some other stuff. I just, or I'll be cleaning up and I'll watch it, or I'll be drawing or, or writing and I'll have it on in the background or something. So it is what it is, but all in all, the movie was just man. It wasn't it wasn't the worst thing ever, and it dang sure wasn't the greatest thing ever. But it was man. I didn't have no expectations for it, so I didn't even know what it was. But it was man. And there you have it. From you know, gifted Matt, real quick. We'll we'll jump back to gift in a second. But Matt was saying he didn't feel like it was bad, bad. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's a high movie. Now, I want to give a shout out to a couple of the comments that we had, you know, from uh, that big dude 490, you know what I'm saying, on the, the short that I put out. He said, when I first saw this movie, I felt like I was watching a live action JRPG. <laughs> the story itself seems like it was borrowed from Fantasy Star and Final Fantasy games. And even though I'm not big in JRPG, from the animated content from Final Fantasy, I can definitely see kind of where he's going with that without knowing all of the Final Fantasy lore. I can kind of see sort of where he's going with that as far as it being, quote, borrowed. Because, oh, Zaki Poo did some borrowing up in these streets. So he, he was the borrowing this in the, in, in the world on this movie. But um, over on the main review that I put out, uh, Bad Thought Studio said, I love the video. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know what I'm saying? I try to do what I can. I do a little something, something. It's a one-man operation. We try to do a little shopping over here. But he said, I liked it a little bit more than you guys, but very valid points. Great video once again. So big shout out to Bad Thought Studio. Yeah, hey, look, sometimes it's good to hear that somebody's like, hey, I just enjoyed it. It was nice. Well, I ain't agree. You know what I'm saying? We ain't fully agree. He says he's feeling it. He's like, for him, it's a little bit more than I. So for me, I is like at a C. So he might be thinking it's like a C plus, maybe a B minus. You know what I'm saying? I mean, of course, I mean, this isn't a this isn't a runaway score, but he's saying he did like it a little bit more than Jay and I. And shouts to Jay Shearer. He has the movie No Vacancy coming out. Bruh, like that, that trailer looks hot. But anyway, uh, also, Bad Thought Studio said... Um, he's excited to see. Well, it's Bath Thought Studio, so I don't know if it's he or she. It's a studio, so it. But anyway, uh, Bath Thought Studio said excited to see if uh, if they're right about Sam being the prince, being Princess Issa, and that's kind of one of the parts that I was talking about in the the review where we didn't really get to see these people 
like who these people are. Um, we did get some good backstory for Korra, but when it came to like Issa, Princess Issa, and then Sam, who could be Issa, maybe, um, we don't really have nothing else to go on. Like we didn't learn, or even um, Jimmy, the droid, which I was like, yo, we just disappeared from the moon, never check back in them ever again. It was just like, peace out, y'all, and that, that was it. Um, but another comment comes from uh, Draymond Master, uh, and I'll probably screw it up, but Draymond Master 222 saying, this movie is Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, and Harry Potter rolled into one, but with none of the enjoyability. <laughs> Dang, man. Tell them how you really feel. But, man, they, ooh, they don't feel like burning this movie down, boy. They don't, I, and I, 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 I guess I could see. Because they, meaning the Netflix machine, built this up. They did. They built this up like, oh, y'all going to love this. Oh, it's going to be Rebel, Rebel Moon, y'all. Oh, it's like the Star Wars that you ain't never got. And... To a degree, I see why. I mean, shoot, you spend a lot of money on it. You got to go out there and push it. You better. I mean, you spent all this money. But, you know, people got their hopes up. And then when they saw it, it really wasn't really cutting it for them. Um, and then last, I'll touch on Antoine The Real uh, said, This movie is so bad. I only got three quarters of the way through. It was painful. And he is threatening to release a Snyder Cut that says that he says it's almost from a total different universe than the first. Why? <laughs> yo, Antoine, Antoine out here like the Hollywood Reporter. Antoine like, I ain't trying to hear, yo. Don't you even think about putting nothing else out. So, <laughs> he like, man, I ain't trying to hear that mess. Nah, bro, get that out of here. So, that's that's where it seems like a lot of y'all at. It's either bad or just I. Um, my question is going forward. Um, and we're gonna let Gift get the mic uh, real quick. Last is, are you interested for part two? Do you think part two can fix or enhance part one at all? Do you think like for instance? Um, okay, so. When Avengers 2 came out, it seemed like a lot of people was not feeling Avengers 2, uh, Age of Ultron. But as time has gone on, when we've gotten like uh, Civil War, um, Avengers Infinity War, Endgame, when we got, um, what's the girl name? Wanda, WandaVision, stuff like that. It has kind of, and, and also Thor, like Ragnarok and stuff, it seemed to kind of almost supplement and and enhance what was in you know age of ultron do you think that the second part can do that for the first part for you like for instance um the movie attack of the clones was not you know not the great i mean you know the whole prequel trilogy wasn't wasn't as dope as i would like it to be but the clone wars animated series in my opinion, definitely raised the the cachet and raised my affection towards that era of Star Wars. Like watching um, watching Bad Batch, watching uh, Clone Wars, all of those seasons, the Netflix season, all that you know, all that stuff, kind of helped supplement and give more love and energy to that era. You know, like the stuff with Ventress, the stuff with Maul coming back, the stuff with uh, Maul and um, 
I can't remember his brother that uh, he fought with when they fought against the emperor, like those kind of things. It even went a good ways to kind of maybe redeem. <laughs> maybe redeem isn't the greatest, so maybe I'll take that back. But there's a certain character that had a had floppy ears that you know the the anime series went a long way to kind of make him more endearing to us. Um, it, do you think that part two could do that for part one or are you just done with it in general? For me, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it one more shot. If I'm if I'm eyed on two, I might just be like, all right, well, it's just all right and this is what's going to be. And if there's ever a part three, I'll hit it, but I, I definitely, it won't be a day one for me. It'll be one of them joints like two, three weeks out, I'll check it out and see. But I'm interested because I want to know where you're at because this is something well i'll say this with a caveat but this is something brand new for us i know i know i know it's it's borrowing heavily from everything and i know there's nothing new for new under the sun but in this it's almost such a direct reference and a direct borrowing that it's hard to even like let it be its own thing but maybe the second part will help it kind of move into its own you know, until its own vibe. Like, for instance, and I know I'm crossing genres and references and everything, but, you know, when when Mary J first came out, you know what I'm saying? When Mary J first came out, her first album was the 411. It had a lot of covers on it. You know what I'm saying? A whole bunch of covers. But then when you got My Life, you, we really, I, I, from my understanding, we got way into who Mary was. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that what's the 411 ain't good. That joint got jams, straight up bangers on it. But when you get into my life, I think we got to see more of who Mary was as a musician, as a person. You know what I'm saying? Where where she was coming from, you know, from her heart and soul, you know, singing and all that. So, same with this. Do you think that part two can make us see the 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 meat and the and the the weight? that may have been hiding in the first part <laughs> but of course i'm gonna go in and throw it over to your homie gift gift take it away all right so for the rest of the feeling um yo this this the negatives this movie's too zack snyder uh too many slow-mos like it, i i genuinely feel like he's a parody of himself now like to the point where it's like you don't even need to do the slow-mos like there's not a need for him like a dramatic shot can be dramatic but i feel like i was watching sucker punch for sci-fi again in the form of dune with a little bit of star wars and like uh uh, uh tidbits of like the the what is it gangs of new york kind of situation i i, I don't know but I, I just, I was just like, come on, man, dude, come, calm down. We don't need all these slow-mos. Like, and the fact that I'm hearing that there's a director's cut makes me actually angrier. Because I feel there was no need for a director's cut. This basically is this cut. There's no way that you you uh, didn't have a choice to cut down the, the stuff. Which comes to the other part, the plot line is so blah. It's so blah. Just everybody's just finding everything. Everything's just working out. The little bit of objectives uh, that they have are are but a blip in the whole thing. And I don't feel like they needed to get sped up. Like I feel like they just did it so the fact that they could promote and market another means of you know selling something. Ooh, another positive I will say is the fight scenes are really excellent, despite the slow mos. There's good choreography for most of them. 
but it goes back again to what I said with the main person, uh, with with Cora. She's just too small for me to believe that she's a legitimate fighter. Um, and this is like one of those things that are a Zack Snyder, Michael Bay kind of situation where they just kind of use these model thin women that are classically beautiful, even though um, I don't know if I'll call her classically beautiful, but she's you know, classically beautiful. But um, use them and then make them like these superior, you know fighting forces where it's like this doesn't even make sense the weight balance doesn't even make sense anymore um i just uh, yeah uh but yeah slow-mo was to took me out the freaking voiceovers narration just so much like you I, I don't need to hear this many voiceovers and this many uh uh the the uh, narration going on like just either show it or or just have it but it doesn't need to read like a book like it it doesn't have to be 300 all over again you don't have to do 300 and sucker punch twice in another one again the, the lack of casting of black people once again michael bay and well not michael bay so much but definitely Zack snyder just consistently one or two and of course that one dies or has a problem whether it's I cyborg from uh, the um, Justice League, or whether it is uh, the dude from uh, the Messenger from 300, or whether it's the chick with the one leg from Sucker Punch. Like it hits, it's the same rhythm every single time. You know, yeah, he dies cool, but he still dies. Uh, you know, I mean, I know that. Digimon Honsu is still there, but you know, you can only have one. It cannot be multiple ones. It can only be one. Um, just uh, starts to aggravate me after a little bit. Uh, and then lastly, of course, it was just, just the whole context. It was too quick. It, 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 it it jumped through i just i just i couldn't get into it well, again i don't feel like i learned anything new because once again it's taking pieces from a million movies that we've seen before and then trying to mash them up into something that like why what are you bringing to it except for slow-mo visual slow-mos great visuals and a lot of sh pew 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 so my thoughts this was a four and a half out of ten if i put it at anything i mean i might watch the next one but i'm not really excited to i'm 100 not going to watch the director's cut because i refuse to um condone terrible filming process uh especially i don't mind doing things for money but when you don't have to it's netflix they can give you a chance to do whatever you want like i highly doubt they were like we need this to be exactly pg-13 it's like no you've seen what netflix has to offer so no this wasn't going to be anything great so yeah you know for depth no i don't it wasn't great for, me. for surface it also wasn't that great but you know solid enough plot no i'm sorry not solid enough plot. solid enough action in terms of choreography solid enough visuals and then that's where you get classic Zack Snyder. I, I, I don't even know if he's joking or trolling us anymore. It seems like it. But yeah, 
Uh, if you want to catch me some more, you can catch me Gift a Belu on X or Gift Tom on Instagram, uh, Gift Tom Rugby on Instagram. Uh, definitely follow for all things rugby. We out here doing it big. Shout out to y'all. And also check out Health Enhanced Foods if you ever get a chance. Help your body health with some good ketogenic and then some dietary friendly with baking mixes to make sure that your bread life is getting right. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you, Nerd Soul, for allowing me to be able to talk about it. I appreciate you. I hope you guys have a happy new year. Cheers. Mm, mm, mm. Too many slow-mos. Well, guys, that's it. That You know what I'm saying? Holler at me. I'm going to holler at you. Let me know what you think down in them comments. I want to give a big shout-out to Jay Shearer for being on the first review check out no vacancy no vacancy trailer is right out right now it's it looks very very cool i'm i really want to see how he holds it down because th that's something that is new it looks new and i mean of course of course there's nothing new in the sun but when you look at it you're like okay i haven't seen something like this before i'm ready to get into it jay is an awesome writer he's written tons of other stuff before i'm like yo let's go also, shout out to Matthew Jones, man. Yo, for real. I'm I'm so excited to see the next void coming into my mailbox soon because that Kickstarter was awesome. Um, but yo, check out Void. Uh, sorry, check out Void Beast. Sorry, Void Beast. Check it out. It's awesome. Dope manga. You know what I'm saying? Young brother out there doing his thing, getting his werewolf on. Yo, it's, it's just fly like that. So Void Beast, check it out. And lastly, Gift Man, if you are in the DMV area, yo, check out HBCU Rugby Classic and check out Gift Online, man. I got everybody's links down below. Much love to all y'all. Of course, <laughs> N-E-R-D, S-O-U-L, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, podcast, all that jazz. And until the next time that you have to make a serious decision on whether to let your homies die or... To save your homies and start our gunfight at the port <laughs> in front of the turn court that toned y'all over. This is for me to you saying peace. <laughs>